um, I don't know if I want to talk about getting carjacked. <laughs> Howdy and welcome back to another episode of the one, the only fan club dedicated exclusively to effects pedals. That's right. You are listening to the effects pedal fan club podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Vince. And if you love effects pedals and you love two buddies talking about effects pedals, you are in the right place and you are amongst friends. Vince, how are you doing? I am good, man. I'm great, actually. I mean, huge news on uh, my pedal board journey front, obviously, but um, as we talked earlier, I'd spent um, a good like two and a half hours jamming today with the with the new setup. So yeah, that's that's exciting. If if let's we'll just back it up real quick and bring everybody yeah. into in loop everybody in here, loop all the members in. We are going to talk about Vince's new board, which is super exciting. We've got a couple, Vince is on a little bit of a tone, tone quest that I am unfamiliar with that he is going to bring us in on. And then what else do we have? Oh, we have, I have some new pedal news myself. And the big news is we will uh, be at NAM, And so next week we'll have a show specifically about that as we prepare for NAM. But today I was out uh, running errands and I text Vince and I was like, Hey, you want to go check out some effects pedals at the local shop? He's like, Oh, I can't, I can't bounce out right now. But big news is I've committed to a board. And so yeah. I was like, Oh, I'm not going to go to the shop. I'm coming over to your place to look at it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what happened today. And this is exciting Vince. Cause I think it was maybe last episode or two episodes ago, you were, you know, very reluctant to commit to a board. Um, yeah. you had kind of a, a temporary solution, but like pedal pad, our friends over out there on the East coast built us custom boards, full disclosure. Um, they sent them to us, uh, for the, for the studio, for the clubhouse and for us to use. So that was very generous of them. We love pedal pad. They make great handmade boards here in the States. Um, and you can kind of trick them out however you want. We had one at the latest gear swap and it seems like everybody was super stoked on it. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they're super sick. Um, I mean, both my buddies that I've shown so far that I was like, yo, you should check these out. And they're like, uh, hundred percent people were like, yo, where'd you get that? Uh, I'm going to go check it out. <laughs> and so, yeah, really pumped. Um, cause yeah, I didn't know about them until you and I talked about it cause you had had one previously. Yep. Right. And that's kind of, um, how we got to where we are now. And yeah, we, we got these custom boards built and they're just, uh, perfect for kind of what we're trying to do too. So, yeah, they were, they sent us yeah each, each Vince and I, they sent Vince and I each one. Um, and if you, if you just go to pedalpad.com, you can check them out. They're handmade by Phil and Chris, um, in the States, in Pennsylvania. I mean, they're just really great boards. Case is kind of built in a deck, uh, upper deck and then a lower deck underneath all kinds of power options like our custom studio board that they made for the clubhouse has our uh, hotline number in it really really cool boards and um also full transparency transparency we're not just saying that because they sent us the boards they are really 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 good boards they yeah so, uh, really nice so yep. yeah the i mean the big news well let's get into the board um like for a while i was the having the like a custom board and being able to put um, having the lower deck and being able to put power and cabling and 
potentially always on pedals underneath, it felt like a very permanent option. And I'm someone who likes to swap out pedals. So I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can, you know, do all this uh, wiring and cabling. And it, like, it feels too permanent. But um, I got up the motivation over the last few days to like build it. And there were a few pedals that were on my old board that were just kind of setting on there. They didn't have Velcro on the bottom, so they didn't stick. And so I had to like Velcro some pedals and make like a, a, a complete board now. And so I finished that up last night and was uh, able to fully test it today um, at volume, yeah, which I is nice. It. Yeah, just when I got the call that you had committed to a board was exciting news. I actually yeah. have a picture of it. Uh, right here, right now. So Vince, this is a little bit of a mid-season baseline, but since you've committed to the board, what exactly have you committed to it? So yeah, right now, I think we talked last time about my tone journey being um, me looking into this compressor because Buddy Blues gave us the lowdown on how to use a compressor effectively, um, especially in this scenario like mine where I don't want to lose any of my uh, pick definition when I'm actually playing, but I do want to be able to, uh, be able to play full chords and you'd hear everything. Actually, we already talked about all this, so I'm not going to go too far into it, Yeah, yeah. Fine. but, uh, I'm on a compressor journey. So you are um, on a compressor journey. Number one is obviously my tuner. Um, and then I'm going into the compressor, which right now I'm, I'm trying out the JHS pulp and peel. Yeah, Pulp yeah, and Peel V4 is what I think yeah. you got. Yeah. Um, and I, the big thing about compressors that I'm trying to test is a blend knob, right? So I can have uh, mm -hmm. my pick attack still be coming through. Um, and right now I'm loving it. I really like how it also, it also has an EQ so I can bring up the low end a little bit um, and be able to it, just have a really full sound on both a clean tone and when I'm using my gain stages. Um, and then after that comes my first gain stage, which is a Kartaku warmer, uh, which is a tube screamer style pedal. Um, it's fairly low gain, low volume, um, with the tone slightly brightened. Um, and then it has a few toggles that, um, aren't normally on a tube screamer, um, that will give it a little bit more dirt and then fatten it up a little bit, add some more bass to what a tube screamer would normally have for an EQ. Um, and then after that, I have my um, J Mascus Big Muff from EHX. And I mean, just one of my favorite like uh, drive sounds. Um, and then after that is the Petty John Myth. Um, and I'm actually using, I'm not really using it as a tone shaper at all. It's, it's a full on like a drive tone on its own. Yep. Um, and as I showed Justin, I'll either run that myth by itself, like without, um, without the big muff or the tube screamer, or I'll sometimes throw the tube screamer in with it to give it a little more saturation. Um, but it's got just a killer drive sound on its own. So, um, I'll use that. And then into my modulation, I, right now I'm testing out the Boss uh, Wazacraft WC2, is that yep. right? Uh, which is the chorus that has oh, the uh, the four. Dimension C. Oh, Dimension is, C, yes. Yeah, the Dimension C, yep. 
So the W, yeah, Wazacraft. Maybe it's the WDMC2 or something like that, but yeah, it's a yeah, Dimension C. But yeah, so it's the Dimension C Wazacraft, and it's got the four selections um, with the chorus types that you can do, and it's uh, really such a great chorus pedal. Um, and then I you and then I'm going into the DD20 uh, digital Hall delay. Of, what a delay that is, right? I mean, that is a sounds so favorite. great, <laughs> so good. Um, and then the GFI Systems um, reverb, Skylar reverb. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I'm looking at the photo right now. Yeah, and so that's uh kind of where I'm at right now. I'm still messing. Um, there was another compressor I wanted to try that. Justin had in the clubhouse, um, which is the Barber um, Tone Press, right? Yeah, yeah, that is um, the Barber Tone Press. It's it, that goes way back. Um, that was, I think, one of the first compressors. I think early two thousands that had a blend function, so you could blend in your clean, and that became a pretty groundbreaking compressor at the time. I still think it stands, you know, on its own as it is. But yeah. it definitely led the charge for like a new type of compressor topology, and that was the blend blend control. Yeah, and that one, um, it really it just has like a volume sustain and blend. Yep, and um, there's an internal pot I think for presence, so you can con control oh, your high okay. end on it. Um, but I haven't messed with that. Okay, but yeah, so um, I mean that's what I'm gonna put eventually swap out and see um, see how that sounds on the uh, on the board, but. That's kind of where it's at right now. Um, I've got a lot of room left to be able to throw some other stuff on there and maneuver things if I want to throw an expression pedal on there. Um, the Skylar takes uh, an expression pedal that I can pretty much set to whatever I want. Um, the way that you can um, program that with an expression pedal is really cool. You can set it to control like your... Um, like the amount of reverb, the volume, the speed on one of the reverbs, which kind of has like a tremolo style. Um, so I might do something like that or, um, you know, there's a lot I can throw on there still. So <laughs> it'll, Vince, there's going to be a lot to play with. Are you telling us that you have a space on your board? Oh my God, so much space. <laughs> <laughs> so much space on your board. Uh, well, one, one, it was great to see it in action that you've committed uh, to it. Um, you know, coming over and playing it today, I it was, I mean, you sounded great. I was really, um, digging the tones. What was interesting though, is, you know, that for me, um, like the, the myth or a Klontype pedal is like nothing. I never play it on its own. It's always a shaper, but yeah. you were using it as a kind of an independent drive. And I loved the tones you were getting oh, out yeah. of that pedal. Yeah. It's, um, I don't, I spent, oh, I feel like a long time just messing with everything on that pedal because it has, I mean, the mid frequency sweep as well as like the uh, level of whichever mid frequency you select um, along with the lows, highs, the drive. And it just, um, yeah, I feel like I dialed it into a really cool spot for the the drive tone on it. Yeah. I um, So we were, when you were playing, I like, I was messing with knobs <clears throat> while you're playing. But I only messed with the simple ones, like on the the JH the Mascus fuzz. I'm like, okay, I can screw with these knobs. But if you've got a setting for your um, Petty John, you don't touch those. Oh at no, all. no, unless you're just yeah. angry at that person. You're like, oh yeah, well, I'm gonna get back at you, buddy. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna adjust your mid sweep, man. Um, 
yeah, you'll never get back to where you were. Um, yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, it was, it sounded great. The other thing that really impressed me on your board was just how good the clean tone was. Um, I, you know, I've been on the, in, for my, like my compressor search ended with the Cali 76 stacked edition that, yeah. um, had some sort of, I don't know if I haven't played it on its own for so long. It's I've always been playing it with my ethos clean preamp. Right. Um, but I haven't heard the pulp and peel like really on its own for a bit. And the way you had that set up with the dimension C as your yeah. clean tone. Yeah. Um, and then you, I think you were adding, you actually, you didn't really, you don't delay as much as I delay. <laughs> no, like, you don't. So just that alone was a great sound. Yeah. And that's like kind of why I ended up going on this, uh, the compressor journey to begin with, because I love just like the super clean tone with a chorus and like, really that's it. Like sometimes I'll throw delay and reverb in there for specific parts, but I usually keep it like pretty clean and, um, yeah, dialing in the, the pulp and peel to like kind of get exactly what I want out of it. So it, 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 the pedal fits in that spot so perfectly. And I think I, it just took me, it took us talking to Buddy Blues to really kind of explain to me how I can use a a compressor for my tone specifically. I love the fact that there is a milestone in your tone journey. There's before and after Buddy Blues. (laughs) Oh, 100%. (laughs) Because I was like, I don't know if I want a compressor at all. And then after talking to him, he's like, every guitar player should have a compressor always. Like, you never shouldn't have a compressor. He's like, if you only had one pedal. Yeah. (laughs) And so, I mean, that kind of settled it for me, especially with him talking about, like, even if you're a great guitar player, like hitting the strings, I mean, evenly when you're doing like a picking part or even when you're doing a full strum, um, to have an even level on every string, he's like, it's just not, it's not possible. It doesn't matter how good you are. Yeah. And so, uh, um, him talking about that and like being able to kind of help that with just a single pedal is really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's good enough for Buddy Blues. It's definitely good enough for, for us. <laughs> oh, for absolutely. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, anything, so let's, I mean, we do have a space on your board, like literally, um, yeah. what, what are you thinking right now? How do you want to expand it? You did mention expression pedal. Um, I like to keep my expression pedals off the board. So you still have room on the board. What are you thinking? Like, um, so, um, the other thing I was, I mean, I talked to you about this a little bit, but the Sonic stomp from BB, um, E pedals that is the Sonic Maximizer. Mm-hmm. I've, I contemplated kind of messing with that a little bit. And that uh, that's another pedal that if I like were to dial it in, it wouldn't even go on the board. It would just be an always on, be under the deck. Yeah, yeah, always um, maximizing. Yep. Um, but I also um, have, have I've ordered a um, noise gate. And so that's a, another one that's going to go on the board. Um, so noise gates, explain to the club members what they do because noise gates to me are you uh, i guess they would say utility press pedal and they're very much like oh man i just if i'm gonna spend 100 bucks on a pedal it's gonna go wah 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 it's not gonna do something cool right yeah it's not gonna cut me off yeah um and talk about the the noise gate and why you're using it so i i use the noise gate noise gate because or i want to use a noise gate because i um like one of my tones that I love is a very, very, um, heavily 
like heavy gain um, fuzz tone that is a stacked fuzz tone. And so I get a lot of, um, I mean, white noise buzzing, just noise coming through the amp. Um, I mean, and you just, like your amp just sounds like it wants to, is like a lion just ready to yeah. roar, right? Just <laughs> Yeah. And, the, yeah. and then the compressor also amplifies that because sure it's, <laughs> I mean, it's bringing up those noises um, to a, a certain point. And yeah. so, um, I mean, the noise, the noise gate is really just to kind of cut those out because a lot of things that I enjoy writing and playing with um, are very high gain stuff, but I like to do hard stops within those, you know, staccato notes that are short and it like you hear the note and then you hear nothing. And so I want to try and dial it in to be able to do things like that. Um, And I've been doing a bunch of research on noise gates recently and um, apparently there's a way to cable it with four cables um, well, if, real quick though, are you all, do all noise gates have this ability or is this specific no, to the one you're ordering? So the one I'm ordering, the boss NS two also has it where it has an in and out, but it also has like its own effects loop in it, like send and return. And apparently there's a way to wire it where if you have your signal coming in to the pedal and then you have the return on the pedal going to the send on your um, what is it called? Oh, the effects, effects loop. loop on your amp, and then the um, send going in, coming out of the effects loop on your amp, and then the other one going through the rest of your chain. It's supposed to be like this weird X cabling um, of being able to use like the noise suppressor more effectively. And I haven't, I haven't tried this. I've watched some videos on it. It's still a little kind of foreign and confusing to me because I've never even used a uh, noise gate at all. So it's, uh, I'm going to be experimenting a lot with stuff like that. Um, and if there's people listening who know how that works and if I explained it incorrectly, please correct me. Um, but it's, no, I'm really uh, fascinated by that. Yeah. It's like, it's supposed to be really interesting. I thought it was really cool. I saw a couple videos on it and they, um, and I, the videos that I watched weren't talking about having it in like a very large pedal chain. Like I have it. It's, they usually have it with like into an amp that has high gain or something like that. Or maybe you have one pedal and then the noise suppressor and then into a high gain amp, something along those lines. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty excited to kind of get that on the board and, um, experiment with it and see if I can get it to, uh, do what I want because a lot of people don't like noise gates because they can be a, uh, I don't know, I think the term is like a tone killer or something like that. It could essentially do more harm than good if it's not set correctly. Um, you could end up losing sustain because as the note dies out, it'll... The gate like, will kick in, right? The gate will kick in and cut it off. But yep. yeah, uh, from what I understand, if it just takes a lot of tweaking and kind of setting it to... Um, kind of match what you're trying to do and you should be able to do it. Um, so I'm excited to try it. No, I'm excited. You're also, I'm looking at the boss NS2. You're about $39 and 44 cents away from trying out one of those. It looks like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like they're, they're not super expensive. No, they're, um, fairly inexpensive, which is why I kind of, when I was, uh, when I had the board set up, I noticed obviously more noise than usual, um, using the compressor. 
as I was before. And so I was like, oh, I should look into a noise gate. And turns out, I mean, you can get good ones for a really reasonable price. So I figured it wasn't, um, is, is I can get, uh, I can at least experiment without spending too much money. Yeah. Um, so what I'm looking at, which I think is a really fascinating, and I don't know if this is the way it's intended, but I'm looking at the boss NS2 and this is a completely new territory for me. You have the input and the output. And then like you said, there's a send and return. So it does have an internal effects loop. And so what's interesting, if you look at the controls of uh, any kind of noise suppression, you're going to have a threshold, which I yeah. assume is like where it kicks in, like how low the volume needs to get before it cuts everything off. Yeah. And then you have a decay, which is maybe how fast it cuts it off. It could be like really quick or yeah. you have a little bit of a taper. And yep. then you have two modes, like it reduces the volume or it mutes it. Yeah. Um, so I see what you mean by if you're playing a, a heavy chord, say you're in front of maybe 16, 18,000 people, you've got your stacks <laughs> cranked yeah. right at this point, And the whole band just dead end, dead end pauses right at that moment. You do not want 60 cycle hum. You don't want your, uh, compressor going into a high gain, just buzzing. You want oh, yeah. everything stopped, right? Yeah. So that's what noise suppression or the noise gates for. Now, what's interesting about this wiring, because even let's say you do run your pedal board into your amp, you're, that's going to be great. But you're, like you said, you might have the same problem in your own effects loop, right? The preamp of your um, amplifier might be generating noise feeding the power amp. So maybe that's what the extra input-output is on this, because then you could kind of suppress the amp noise as well as your pedal chain. That's what... It seems like the idea is, um, but again, like it's kind of new territory for me as well. It's going to be a, f it's going to be full on experimentation because there's as many videos as I found, it seems like there was, um, kind of less information about this than I thought there would be. I thought like this would be a thing that pretty much every, um, high gain you player did, but it doesn't seem to be the case because, um, and I think it's because they can be effective in when you set them up properly without doing this X cable or four cable method. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I mean, I may not necessarily even need to do that, but I think that's, um, I think that's the idea of, uh, doing something like that. All right. Yeah. yeah and so, and, but I mean, you did, you did not order the NS2, correct? No. Um, that was, I, I was, trying to decide between that one and then the electroharmonic silencer, which is the one that I did get. Uh-huh. Does it have the same effects send and return situation? Yeah, yeah. So it's got the send and return, which is why I got that one. Um, but then uh, the reviews I saw on the silencer were just really, really good. Um, I, I'm i a fan of most electroharmonics, other pedals that I've tried. Um, and it seemed like a good call. Cool. So Yeah, you um, can't go wrong with I, the HX. Yeah. I mean, I ended up finding one for 60 bucks, which wasn't too much more than I saw a couple NS2s. So yep. um, if it ends up not working out or I want to try something different, again, I, I'm not far away from 
just being able to go get an NS2 somewhere and <laughs> try it out. Yeah, I'm looking at I, my my screen over here is just um, I have several diagrams going on. <laughs> like I have a lot <laughs> of noise suppression diagrams going on, and it's funny. Like every noise suppression diagram, the guitar that's inputting into it looks so heavy. Like it is like <laughs> seven strings for sure, detuned. Yeah, yeah. It is that is that is just, the world of the noise suppressor. Yeah. Like it just every guitar like in a diagram looks like some sort of battle axe just being plugged into an effects chain. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Um, oh no, here's a here's a more vintagey strap, but it's a vintage strap with maybe like sixty cycle hum problems or something. Um cool. Um that's exciting. Um compression and noise suppression. Like those yeah. are two really <laughs> exciting pedals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, uh when my wife asked me what what does this pedal do? <laughs> and as it, it's not something exciting. I was like, well, no. this actually takes the sound waves and like squishes them. Yeah. She's like, this what does that mean? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's really hard to describe to somebody who doesn't, uh, let's get buddy blue on the phone. Like, um, yeah, he'll explain it to her. He'll explain it to us. Um, well, that's cool. Vince. Um, I, well, I am excited to see where you land. I will say that the, the, um, like the, the board you had set up today sounded awesome. Yeah. It sounded great. Um, the two takeaways were the pulp and peel sounds really good. Yeah, uh, that's the V4, and then also the the Petty John Myth just on its own is a great, great drive pedal. Yeah, and the weird thing too was I was when I was building it, I was contemplating, um, and it was on like my other board. Um, that's kind of what I had there, and because I use that spot, um, I don't stack that spot as often. It's kind of used as just a different drive tone than the the other one with the big muff, um, I was like contemplating switching it out with something. But as soon as I like put it on there and kind of heard everything together and, um, like got it built, I, it kind of sealed the deal. I was like, Oh no, that's definitely the right choice for that spot. Awesome. Um, let's see here. What else we got in our production notes? Oh, one thing I, I haven't really, I don't know if, have I, have we talked about this? Um, Last week, Austin came over and jammed for a while, and yeah. we just, so a, a friend of the club, Austin Mendenhall, used to play in Snowmine. He came over and jammed, and we were just like, I just love throwing pedals at him because he's such a talented musician. I'm just like, oh, try this. Let's see what that sounds like. Try this. See what that sounds like. Yeah. And so we took the Fox Rocks. OC2, mm. you know how much yeah. we love the Fox Rocks OC2? Yeah. And put it in front of an overdriving amp and use the octave up uh, octave up on that. It is an incredible octave up. I can't wait for you to um, check it out. It sounds so good. Um, and then also the octave down into an overdriving amp sounds so good. So <laughs> I'm trying to figure out a way to fit the Fox Rocks OC2 onto my board in front of my, it might've just kicked off the, um, off my shinny type, uh, FZ2 type Ooh, fuzzes. That, Cause yeah. it is so versatile, so synthy. And so yeah. still has an octave fuzz. It was really incredible. And because it has the dry through, you could almost use it as a boost, right. To get more saturation and dry. Right, yeah. It's really, really cool. So that was like a little discovery of mine. And then I think it was yesterday, um, 
Zach, <clears throat> excuse me, over at Mythos, like sent out a newsletter, like limited edition Joey Landreth Milner's. Oh, and I was God. like, yep, done. <laughs> yep. Like, like seriously, I've never got an email and just said, Oh, I'll take one. Um, well that was it. But here's nice. the problem right after that, like seriously, like within five minutes, another email that came out said that was fast. We're going to shoot for a second batch. So I'm not sure what batch I landed in. Did I get in the first oh, batch? Did I get in the second batch? I have no idea. That's crazy. But to have two, you know, another Milner, but like to Joey Landers specs, I'm so excited yeah. about that. So That's I'll keep, sick. keep you appraised of what batch we landed in, um, fellow club members. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, but yeah, that's it for this episode. Vince, I know you've had a, well, I guess we've both had tough ones, uh, <laughs> <laughs> tough ones today. And we fought, we fought the microphone for a while getting, getting up oh, for yeah. this one. But, um, I'm excited that you've, you know, you've got yourself a board, you've committed yeah. to the board. Um, you're throwing Velcro on pedals. You're buying used pedals with Velcro already on them. You oh, are, yeah. you're. You are um, no longer a drummer, Vince. I know. <laughs> you are a full-fledged guitar player. Oh, real quick, speaking about drumming, have, did you, have you guys jammed recently? Uh, last week, we weren't quick able to get in this week. From, quick band update from Vince. Yeah. No, we got in. Uh, we played some last week. Didn't get a, we didn't get to get in this week. We had uh, one of the guys was traveling, and uh, we were supposed to like jam the day he got back. He's like, no, I, he's like, I got to sleep. I've been traveling. I can't. <laughs> For sure. I can't make it. Day of but, rest. Um, day of rest. Oh, yeah. That guy, he needed it. And that's, yeah. And that's cool. Um, yeah, nothing too crazy. Oh, man. Well, I can't wait. Um, once you guys have a name, let us know so we can like start, yeah, start going to the shows. For sure. I was, we, uh, we, all, we all tasked each other with uh, trying to just come up with names of something. And um, the only one that I thought of was already taken. So I was like, ah. I'm out. What? Oh, it was already was already taken by a band. Yeah, there's already a band called. Uh, so my thought was Middle Kids. Oh, <laughs> and I so, like that. Because like both, I mean, both Zach and I have one older and one younger sibling. I love Middle Kids. Yeah, uh, and then I found out there's a band that's already called Middle Kids. I've never heard them, but I really want to listen to them because I also found out they're playing Red Rocks in a couple months. Oh shoot! If they're playing Red like, Rocks, they're not. You can't just swipe the name. No, yeah, right? exactly. Dang it. Yeah. Well, they're not they're not headlining, but they're playing with a band that I absolutely Still. love. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be <laughs> Who are they playing with? Jimmy Eat World. Oh, okay, cool. cool. And uh, Manchester Orchestra. Oh, okay. Well, um, yeah. So I, I guess back to the drawing board. Yeah, I just. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, middle siblings? Does that count? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, same idea. Same idea. Might, that um, might work. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't doesn't have the same. Um, uh, doesn't roll off your tongue like uh, middle kids. All right, Vince. Well, we were gonna um, wrap this one up and probably call it a night. Um, oh yeah. Yep. Vince, what's the hotline number? Hotline number is one six zero nine eight hundred fans. That's three two six seven. Spelled one. out on your uh, on your number keyboard, in case you. Didn't know that. <laughs> In case you didn't know that. Vince, you need to get some sleep, buddy. And oh, we man. are at Effects Pedal Fan Club on the gram and effectspedalfanclub.com if you want to see all the rules and regulations about the club and see if the club is right for you. Yeah. But if, um, if you're wondering about that pedal, what do you do, Vince? Yeah, you need to go get that pedal. And if you do that, you're part of the club. That's right. All right. Have a good one, everybody. 